welcome back to Brailcast Extra. Coming up this time, an introduction to Grade 3 Braille, a session recorded on Tuesday the 20th of July 2021 and introduced by Ben Mustill-Rose. Good evening everybody and a very warm welcome to this evening's event brought to you by the Brailleists. This evening's masterclass is all about grade three Braille. Now, I don't know about you, but uh, I reckon a lot of people will have heard of grade one. Um, quite a few people will have heard of grade two, but I reckon not that many people will have heard of grade three. Now, I uh, was aware of grade three anyway, due to my readings and also some of the conversations we've been having in our Braille bar event, but I'm by no means an expert on it. Uh, luckily for us, though, we do have an expert here ready to give us a bit of an introduction, a name that will be familiar to many uh, throughout the blindness community and many people who have attended our previous events. It gives me great pleasure to introduce the man, the myth, the legend that is Mr. James Bowden. Uh, James, uh, over to you. Thank you very much. So good evening, good morning, good afternoon, everyone. And uh this session is about grade three braille so i guess the first question is what is grade three it is basically an extension to grade two in other words lots more contractions um, by lots i mean hundreds more contractions and other space saving devices such as missing out spaces and missing out vowels. We'll come on to some detail in a while. The idea is it makes Braille smaller in terms of how much space it takes, and therefore you can read it quicker and you can write it quicker. Now I should say right up front that I will assume that everyone has a thorough knowledge of existing contractions of grade two, whether that be standard English Braille, English Braille American edition, or indeed unified English Braille. Grade three is a huge add-on. So if you don't know grade two, and now is a good time to, uh, to uh, take this big disclaimer. Um, I do hope I won't um, fry people's minds too much with some of the stuff we're gonna talk about. Um, some of it will look quite interesting. I should also say that grade three was possibly conceived in the early 20th century. Um, much of the information that I have on grade three dates from 1919. So that's over a hundred years ago. And so language has actually changed quite a lot since then. And also the way we use print or text has changed quite a lot since then. So some of the um, things in the contraction lists may seem a bit strange. Some of them may seem a bit outdated, um, but nevertheless, it is quite interesting to me at least. So I first got interested in grade three um, towards the end of my school days and I could find very little or in fact no information about it until some very kind gentleman from the RNIB read a list of all the signs onto a cassette tape. Now that kind of dates it, doesn't it? He read all the signs onto a cassette tape. Um, some of you younger folks don't even know what a cassette tape is perhaps, but uh, it was effectively a precursor to an MP3. Uh, how's that? Um, I didn't have the rules, just the signs. Um, I have continued to endeavor to find more information about grade three, and I'm glad to say I found some. I first used grade three in earnest when I had a, a wonderful holiday on the other side of the globe, uh, when I went to visit my relatives in Australia. Now at that time, I certainly didn't have a very fancy electronic braille note-taking device, certainly couldn't afford one of those. Um, I didn't have a nice audio recorder or anything like that. Um, so I just took a slate and stylus or a hand frame, 
and some bits of paper. They were It was a pocket-sized frame, so it was eight lines and 18 cells and a little stylus, and I decided to keep a diary of such a special holiday. I wrote one little page per day and came home and tried to decode it, but that's another story. So that's enough of the background, perhaps, except to say grade three is not an official code any longer. You will not find it in technology products like screen readers or phones. You can use grade three for your own personal note taking. Do not expect a screen reader or a braille translation program to do the translation at present. Um, you also won't really find grade three books in a braille library. So now let's look at some of the additional contractions in grade three. We'll start by looking at one cell signs and specifically those which can only be used at the beginning of a word. So if you want an example from grade two, it's something like the lower D for the letters D-I-S, dis. And in grade three, we have seven additional one cell signs which can only be used at the beginning of a word. If you're taking notes, now is a good time to start. The first contraction is the letter J, which represents the letters D-E. So a word such as define is written in grade three, J, F, I, N sign, lower I, then the letter E, J, F, I, N sign, E. Or the word depend would be written J, P, E, N sign, D. The second one of these is the letter Q. Now, it was certainly true in the early 20th century that almost all letter Qs in the English language were followed by the letter U. So it's an obvious choice to remove the letter U to save some space. So Q in grade three, at the beginning of a word, and in fact in the middle of a word, represents the letters Q, U. So the word queen is Q, E, E, N sign. The next one is the letter X, which represents the letters EX at the beginning of a word. So expand would be X, P, then the AND sign. And explain would be X, P, L, A, and then the IN sign. And then we have some contractions which have been given additional meanings. So the OU contraction, dots one, two, five, six, as we know in grade two, on its own stands for the word out. Also at the beginning of a word in grade three is out. So outline is O-U-L-I-N-E. O-W, dots two, four, six, at the beginning of a word is the letters R-E. Remain is O-W sign, M-A-I-N sign. Repeat, O-W sign, P-E-A sign, T. G-H sign represents the letters S-P. And again, that one applies at the beginning or the middle of a word. S-P is the G-H sign. So spin is GH sign, IN sign, and spent is GH sign, EN sign, T. And the final one in this group is the ING sign, dots 346. This represents UN, as in unable. ING sign, A, and then dots 3456, BLE or unreal, I-N-G sign, R-E-A sign, L. Now, apart from the Q-U and the S-P, so that's the Q and the G-H sign, 
all of these signs must represent a syllable. So you can use, for example, J for DE in a word like defend, but you can't use it in a word like deep. So there we have the first seven signs of grade three, which are those which can be used at the beginning of words. So there you have it. Seven extra signs for the beginning of words. I should have said now's a good time to start taking notes, those who are taking notes. J is DE, Q is QU, X is EX, OU sign is out, OW sign is RE, GH sign is SP, and the ING sign is UN. So let's take two minutes for anyone with an immediate question. Ben, thank would you, you do the honours? I would be glad to. Thank you, James, so far. Great content. Uh, so we're going to, uh, as James said, take time for some brief questions, and there'll be a longer period towards the end of the session uh, for any uh, more sort of in-depth questions. So if anyone has any questions on what we've heard so far, there are a couple of ways that you can raise your hands to ask your questions. If you're on Windows, you can press Alt-Y. If you're on Mac OS, you can press Option-Y. If you're dialing in on a telephone, you can press star and nine, or if you're on a device like a, an iPhone or an iPad or a device running Android using the Zoom app, you can press the more button, which is visually represented by three small dots in the bottom right of your screen, and then press the raise hand button. And to give people a bit of uh, an idea of how we do this, we try to give people a little bit of warning before we go to them, just in case they're uh, just in case they're they're washing up or, or making a cup of tea or something. So I might say, for example, the first person that we're going to go to is Sheila who has a uh, uh, hand raised and uh, we don't have any hands after Sheila but if I if there were any I would say we're going to go to James after Sheila just so that James has a bit of time uh, but we're going to go to Sheila first as I say so Sheila you are good to go what I noticed was um, correct me if I'm wrong but when you were spelling out the the word like unreal um, you said UNREA sign um, I think so that that's confusing me now because um, is the grade three is it a combination of the grade three and SEB or UEB neither because it predates either um, it is a it is an extension to what we used to call grade two and in fact unreal is exactly the same in seb and ueb so it is still the ea sign is still the same oh so, I've, I've forgotten that it, it was ea yeah. ea sign oh. is still the same in all the braille codes seb ebae and ueb all use the ea sign so grade three is an extension of grade two so all oh, the contractions all the contractions like er sign um dot five h for here um all those are still exactly the same thanks for that sheila sorry to cheer everyone along a little bit as i say definitely more time for questions at the end and that's all we have for now in terms of hands all right so let us move on to one cell signs with additional meanings in the middle of words. If you again, if you're taking notes, now is a good time to get ready. Now, I should say we are not going to cover all of them. There's a couple which I'm missing out, um, but basically most of them are covered here. Now we've met a couple of these already, Q, QU, and GH representing SP. The next one of these is WH, not many words with WH in the middle, so that doubles now as the letters SE. An example word here is consequence, dots 25 for CON, WH sign for SE, Q for QU, and then 56E for ENCE. I run that again. Dots two five middle C W H Q dot five six E. We also have some 
additional double letter signs. So in grade two, we have double C, double F, double G, etc. In grade three, we also have lower H in the middle of a word is double R. And my example word here is borrow, B-O, lower H-O-W. And lower J is double T. For example, kitten is K-I, lower J, lower E for E-N. Double L is four, five, six. So dollar, D-O, dots four, five, six, A-R sign. And double S is dots four, six. Tissue, T-I-4-6-U-E. Now, double L and double S also work at the end of a word. There are a couple others. There's a second class of contractions which only apply in the middle, and these represent two vowels. So when you have two vowels together, like double O or I-E or double E, etc., you can use one of these signs. Dot four represents two vowels beginning with A. So it's like A blank, but the blank has got to be a vowel. So the word fault, F-A-U-L-T, is F dot four L-T. Dot five is E blank. Dot six is I blank, two vowels beginning with I. Dot four five is two vowels beginning with O or O blank. F four five T would be foot. FL four five T would be float. And finally, dots five six is two vowels beginning with U. So the word guide. G-U-I-D-E, G, 5, 6, and J, the D-E sign, also applies at the end as well as the beginning. So you must use these signs where it is obvious what it means. So you can't use, for example, C, 4, 5, L, because it could be coal, coil, or cool. And you've really still got to be mindful of keeping the meaning clear. So, those are signs for the middle of a word. Very interesting, isn't it, how we have some additional double letters. And then we have these really intriguing two-vowel signs, a bit like playing crosswords, where you have blank letters which you've got to work out. And really do have to be careful with those. Any questions, Ben? To give people a moment or two to raise their hands if they have any questions. And uh, straight away, we have a question from Jeff Bashton. So, uh, Jeff, uh, we're going to come to you momentarily. And uh, we don't have uh, any other hands yet. But maybe if someone else has a question, we maybe have time to take uh, one more before we move on to the next segment. Uh, but, Jeff, you're good to go. Can you hear me, Ben? Loud and clear. Great. Hi, Jeff. Mine's just a quick observation. Hi, James. Um, those of us who are ancient um, will recall that the Braille shorthand system was in 1959 revision and share some characteristics with this, James, you probably know very well. Dare I say, whilst you said this was quicker to read and write, I think I'd like to take issue. Quicker to write, yes. Quicker to read, I suspect not because of the decoding. And just a cautionary tale as a as an early university student who took notes in Braille shorthand, and they had great problems in tra transcribing them back, I would urge a note of caution. Yes, that's a very interesting point there. I should have mentioned the shorthand code. It is different from the grade three code. Um, grade three, I think, predates the shorthand code. And as I understand it, the shorthand code was mainly aimed at business, whereas the grade three was mainly aimed at general text. I think that's right, isn't it, Jeff? 
Uh, sorry, I was uh, maybe you a little bit you. premature in uh, muting Jeff there. <laughs> no, uh, nothing personal I can, yeah. uh, I can So say, I, yeah. I don't know about um, slowing, difficult to decode. I'm, I'm, I guess if you got proficient at grade three, you could read it as quick as any other Braille code. Um, but again, it is a it is a learning curve. Thanks for that, Jeff. Uh, no more hands this time around. Right. So I think we're good to move on. Yes, go for it. So the final group of one cell signs is those which you can use, unsurprisingly, at the end of words. And again, we're only going to cover some of these to give you a flavour. And we've met some of these already, like J for DE and 456 for double L and 46 for double S. Here are a few others. Q does not occur at the end of a word, so that's been reassigned L-E. So the word circle is C-I-R-C-Q. V at the end of a word represents V-E, so move is just M-O-V. W at the end of a word is W-A-R-D. So a lovely example is forward, for sign, W. Z at the end of a word is the letters E-S. So edges is E-D sign, G-Z. O-U sign represents the ending O-U-S. So obvious is O-B-V-I OU sign. Lower J is not double T like it is in the middle. Lower J at the end is TE. So a flute is FLU lower J. And dots four five at the end of a word is LY. So fairly, fairly simple. F dot four, remember the two vowels beginning with A, then R, and then dots four, five, and then simple would be S-I-M-P-Q. Couple of interesting ones here, dots three, six, bottom C, represents the letters C-E or C-Y. Watch that one, it represents two different things. So the word rice, would be R-I bottom C. And final one I've got in this section is dot six at the end of a word represents the letters I-A-N or I-O-N. So the example we have is region, O-W sign, G, and then dot six, region. Now there are some others but we can't cover everything. So there we have it, um, a summary of the extra one cell signs in grade three. Some of them really do look quite interesting when you start reading them, particularly the right hand dot signs at the ends of words. You've got to have some pretty good tracking for a word such as daily, D-A-I-L-Y, because it looks a little bit like the word dab, D-A-B. It's actually D dot four and then dot four five daily. So yes, um, it's, it's a very interesting code. Um, shall we move on to double cell signs? Uh, we can move on or we can take a question. It's, uh, it's up to you. We've, uh, we've got uh, a couple. Or... Well, yeah, I have a question then. Okay. All right. No problem. So we're going to come to Carrie Ann. Uh, hey, Carrie Ann, you are unmuted. Hello. Hi, Jeff. Hi. Um, my question is with the dot six symbol. Now that you can use that in um, UEB where you use the, you know, the capital letter thing. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Would you still recommend using that one? So as I said, this predates a lot of Braille codes. So back in 1919, uh, for grade three, one did not normally show capitals. And, right. And also this, this dot six is right at the end of a word. So you would have it for another, another example is musician. 
C-I-A-N at the end of that. So you'd write C and then a dot six at the end. So mm -hmm. it's not, it doesn't even look like a capital because a capital sign was normally at the beginning. Well, no, I'm, I'm talking more about, you know, um, the new code of Braille. If you're writing, uh, what is it? It's it, like, say, for example, you were writing a whole line of Braille and you needed to capitalize the entire line. You put double dot sixes at the beginning, then you put dot six dot three at the at, end. At the end. OK, so yeah. those signs didn't exist. Right. I know. But I mean, so, um, yeah, they just didn't simply this would didn't... create an issue. Well, it, you cannot mix this with UEB. Um, especially when you get into the symbols section, uh, which I'm not really going to cover. Some of the uh, symbols clash with contractions. Um, capitals were not shown in grade three. Okay, so we've covered one cell signs. The next batch of signs is two cell signs. We're already familiar with two cell contractions, things like .5D for day and .5E for ever, .456M for many, or .45W for word. Now grade three takes this to a new level and there are literally hundreds of these signs. Nearly every braille character has a .4 contraction, a .45 contraction, a dot five contraction and a dot four five six contraction as well as standing alone so let's look at the beginning of this table i'm not going to read all of it whilst we'll be here for a very long time so let's start with the letter a again if you're taking notes feel free a dot four a is act dot four five a is appear dot 5a is among and dot 456a is all a double l b is but dot 4b is better dot 45b is bear b e a r dot 5b is bring and dot 456b is brought c can dot 4c is course c o u r s e dot 45c is clear dot 5c is christ and dot 456c is cannot finally d is do dot 4d is doing dot 45d is does dot 5d is day and watch this last one dot four five six d is either did or done so it depends on the context which is meant if i wrote i and then four five six d and then x it would be i did it but if i wrote i h four five six d x that would be I have done it. Let's have a look at some of the additional signs standing alone. In particular, those for the lower letters, if you like. So we already have lower B for BE and lower G for were and lower H for his. How about in grade three, dot two, or the EA sign standing on its own, is either the word an or am and it depends on the context again so an experiment would be dot two then remember x for ex and so on experiment dot two five or middle c is the word is and dot two five six or lower d on its own is are a r e Finally, dots 235 or lower F um, is TO and it's also on its own BEEN, B-E-E-N. So it's interesting to note that now all the lower signs cover the whole of 
the verb in English to be. You've got am, is, are, you've got be, been, and was, and were. They're all covered. Some of the words already occupy only two cells. Some examples, dot for sh is the word she. Dot for lower h is the word he. Dot for i is if, and dot for you is up. Now, the very good question, why are they here if they only occupy two cells to start with? The reason is because you can omit the following space. In fact, we'll come on to space saving in a moment. Um, but she went up the road, don't need any spaces, and we can write dot four sh sign, went is dot five er sign, up dot four u, the, and then road. R. Remember the two vowels beginning with O, it's dot four five, and then D. Now, as I've spelt out the word road, or ish spelt out the word road, I then do need a space or the punctuation mark after it and a space. Another example, he had the time of his life. No space is required again. Dot four lower H for he, had is dot four five six H. The time is dot five t of his no space required yet life is dot four l and then a full stop and a space. So that's a flavour of the two cell signs in grade three. So that's the meat of the code. You have this huge great table of extra signs, and some of them like dot five er do look quite strange. Um, I'll give you another one. Uh, dot five and then the GH sign, dot five GH is special. Um, remember the GH doubles as SP in grade three. So dot five GH is actually dot five SP if you like, which is special. Do we have any questions? Probably lots now. Uh, none as of yet, but as a quick reminder to raise your hand, it's Alt-Y on Windows, Option-Y on Mac, Star 9 if you're dialing in on the telephone or if you're using the Zoom app, press the More button in the bottom right of your screen and press the Raise Hand button that is now available to you. Um, but we have no hands, so people are either incredibly confident or incredibly confused. I'm going to go for the former because that was a, a that was a pretty good explanation of felt. Um, but I think we're good to move on. All righty. So well done, folks, for sticking with it as long as you have. That's brilliant. It is certainly um, different, isn't it? Or should I say, dot four lower d e n t um, different. The final category of extra contractions is what we would now call short forms um, about, above, across, and so on. And grade three has a several dozen extra of these. And these are actually probably easier to work out than some of those two cell signs. So here's a selection. A, C, K is AC and K is knowledge, so acknowledge. ANS is answer. BST sign is best and BTH sign is both. BK is book, LK is look and TK is took. CER is certain. DFFC D lower FC is difficult. Some nice ones. EBDY is everybody, and ETH sign ing is everything. FW is few, and NW is new. I could carry on. There are plenty, plenty more. LT for let, MM for member. P and then dots three, four, five, six. It's one of my favourites. Is possible because you can spin it around 180 degrees and it still reads possible. 
STS is sometimes. And YD is yesterday. Many of these can be added to, just as you can in grade two. So for example, MM is member. You could have OW sign MM is remember. CER is certain. So CER and then dots four, five is certainly. And so on. They are, I think, a lot easier to, to learn and use than some of the double cell signs, um, like, I don't know, dot four th sign is than. So we have now basically covered all the different categories of extra signs in grade three. And you'll notice that a lot of them may only save one cell over the... Um, the grade two version, um, like BTH is only one cell shorter than writing out the word both. Um, BST sign is only one cell shorter than writing best. Um, but it's the frequency of all these reductions that makes grade three that much shorter than grade two. So the next thing that we do in grade three is as we've already said, miss out spaces. Basically, the concept of what we used to call sequencing, that is omitting spaces between and for of the with and the letter A, has been expanded. So and for of the with A, it and as, X and Z. You can also omit spaces between groups of the two cell contractions as we saw earlier and also between most of the lower cell signs it was the right time no spaces needed and all those signs should be familiar from grade two she came over the other day just a few more additional signs dot four sh is she came is dot four five six bottom c or dot three six over is dots four five six o, the other four five o, and day dot five d. Always leave a space after a punctuation mark or before a punctuation mark at the beginning, like a quote or a bracket. And the final thing that you can do in grade three is omit certain vowels. It's called outlining, and you can basically remove vowels which are not significant, as they basically put it. So most single vowels, except the first vowel, unless it's an A, can be removed. For example, the word grade is GR, don't need the letter A. And we can just have the letter J for DE at the end. So GRJ is grade. But grand, because the A is already part of a contraction, you keep that. So GR and sign is the same. Statistic doesn't need any vowels. It's ST sign T, ST sign C. Statistic. Um, if I had a word like specific, um, specific is SP sign, that's GH. The first vowel is an E, so I must write that. And then CFC, the I's disappear, specific. And there's plenty, plenty other examples. Bottom is BO, you can't remove that because the first vowel is not A. So BO and then lower J for the double T. The second O can go, and then you have the letter M. So B, O, lower J, M is bottom. But top, I have to write out because T, P on its own would be tap. So tip or top, you have to write out. Date would be D followed by lower J. One of my favorites is the word possession. See if you can work this one out, possession. 
PO double S is dots four six. The next vowel is an E, so I can omit that. And then another dot four six. And then remember dot six being I A N or I O N. I can use that to finish the word. PO four six four six six possession. You can't get rid of two vowels. You should use one of the two vowels beginning with signs. So have another word like sheep, things that go bar in the, in, in the field. Um, SH sign and then dot five, two vowels beginning with E and then P. You also don't remove a vowel if it's already part of a contraction. So if I had a word such as garden, G, the A is actually part of an AR sign. There's no point removing that. You may as well keep it in. G, A, R sign, D, E, N sign. Uh, grand is another good example. G, R, and then the A, N, D sign, just as normal. Don't need to remove that. And you also shouldn't remove silent e's especially at the end of word compare for example the word far and fair far f-a-r sign and fair f-a-r sign e you have to write that out so that is a summary of grade three we also have um some resources if you want to learn more about this stuff. If, if, if I haven't completely fried your brain and you think this is a, a really interesting thing like I did, there is actually um, a website called grade3braille.com, which does have some interesting information on it, including some books. And if you're in the UK and would like something hard copy, I actually wrote a pamphlet about this code. Um, I actually wrote it back in the 90s and then updated it a couple of years ago when I found more information. I must say my document is not an official document and grade three is not an official code, but it's a fascinating code and great for your own personal notes. Ben, do we have any hands? Uh, yes, yeah, so uh, we've got a question from Bruce. Uh, so uh, no other hands other than Bruce. Uh, now, Bruce, you are good to go. Okay, so um, if I remember right, I was doing some research on this. Is, am, I, am I right that dot five I is the word if? No, dot four I is if. Okay. And dot five I was import. Okay, but uh, my point is, why? What's the point of dot four I for if? Because you can, because you don't need to put the space after it. Ah. So okay. So if I said. If I was to learn grade three, I could write that. If I was to learn, it should be if I were to learn grade three with the correct subjunctive, but let's not go there. Dot four I, no space, I, no space, lower G, no space, lower F, no space, L-E-A-R-N, space, because I've written a word out in full. Grade, G-R-J, no need to write the letter A, and remember the J is D-E at the end. And because I've written another whole word, I have to write a space there, and then three. Does that make sense? Perfectly. Thank you. Thank you for that, Bruce, and uh, great to have you here. Um, we're going to come to Claudia next. Uh, no hands after Claudia, though. So if you do have a question, we've got time for a couple more. Oh, well, on Windows, Option 1, Mac, Star 9 on a telephone, or the More button, then raise hand if you're using the Zoom app. Uh, Claudia, you are good to go. Uh, hello. Uh, thank you. Um, is there a difference between the document and the website as well so will i be fine with the document or should i go along with the website as well so the the document is a summary of grade three um it gives you all the signs plus some other stuff we haven't covered um so i didn't talk about numbers for example that's another thing that's slightly interesting in grade three um the document should give you everything you need uh in the main uh grade three braille has some other resources which you might be interested in uh, why not look at both okay thank you 
Thank you for that, Claudia. Uh, great to have you as always. Um, no other hands, but we do have uh, a couple of minutes if anyone has any other questions. Um, and of course, uh, right on cue, we have uh, a, a, uh, another hand raise. I'm gonna get your name incredibly wrong. Uh, we're gonna come to, cue, gonna come to Bu first, that is B-U-E. Uh, hey, Bu, you are good to go. And uh, apologies in advance, I, I should say. Oh, thank you. My name is Buwe Westerhanders and I'm from Denmark. Um, I'd say that I've, for some time I've been working on a way to uh, make uh, grade three computer translatable, uh, meaning that you can actually make a grade three document on a computer um, using the programming library called LibLuis, which you may have heard about. It's been used in programs like JAWS and NVDA and in also in many Braille note takers. And that would mean that if I, um, if I uh, completed this project, uh, we could actually have grade three in our screen readers and note takers, but only for translation into Braille, not for back translation. So you could not have your notes written in grade three um, back translated to uh, full text. Um, the project was originally a uh, sort of proof of concept thing that I wanted to, uh, to see if I could actually do it. And uh, I think this could, could get to really work. But uh, as a matter of fact, doing the next stage of the project would actually require some gory damn work on my part. So I'd like to hear if uh, that would have some kind of um, be interesting to anyone that we could actually have grade three in our screen readers or uh, if it's just something that people would use for personal notes because I mean if we if it was interesting to somebody other than myself I might uh, actually try to complete the project the reason this requires some work now is this is I mean, after applying all the, the the theory and the principles, this is all about, you know, getting all the words right and accounting for all the exceptions and for all the exceptions uh, from the exceptions and the exceptions from the exceptions from the exce exceptions, etc. But I'd just like to know if this would be interesting to anybody. It's a fascinating project, Boa. Thank you. And uh, I, I have to say, I have seen it. And I actually have it running in, in a window here, just in case I needed it just now. Well, there you are. That's a, that's a, a pretty uh, ringing endorsement. Um, thank you for that. Um, if you want to uh, ask anyone else about that, um, probably the best way, uh, well, one resource that we could recommend, a little bit biased, would be the Braillist Forum. So braillist.org slash forum. That's a discussion group that you can post on and you can talk to uh, uh, a, a good selection of Braille enthusiasts from uh, around the world now. It's, uh, it's getting pretty popular and I'm sure that many, uh, many people there would, would be interested. Sorry to chivvy you along. Um, we're uh, running, uh, we're actually uh, running slightly over, but we've got a couple, uh, well, we've got quite a few hands. So we're going to go to Amanda first. And after Amanda, we're going to go to David. Uh, hey, Amanda, you're good to go. Uh, Amanda, Hello. oh, there you are. Hi, Amanda. Can you hear me? Yes, certainly. Thank you, sorry. Um, I may have missed this, and I do apologize if you, if you did mention it, but about 15 years ago, I did a postal course on grade three Braille with the Hadley uh, School or Hadley oh, College yes. for the Blind. Yes. Oh, yes, in America. And they, yeah, and they sent all the information, all the books out. Uh, it was real good fun. Um, and I don't know whether they still do it, if anybody is interested, but it was good fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that, Amanda. And last, but by no means least, sorry, we haven't been able to get to everyone, but we're going to come to David Weston. Hey, David, you are unmuted. Good evening. Can you hear me? Hi, David. Uh, I found tonight fascinating. 
interesting, challenging, for many words like that. Some of it seems very logical, some of it very illogical. But going back to when I learned Braille in 1977, certain things like Christ, God, I was taught then with dot five. I know they don't exist now. Yes, they were part of um, what they used to be called the religious signs of grade two. And there were nine of them. Um, dot five C, dot five G, dot five J for Christ, God, Jesus. Um, there was GR for grace, GL for glory, HL for holy, um, 456U was unto, uh, FTH was faith, and STH was Seth, S-A-I-T-H, the Old English. Um, I believe they were all removed, I think, in the 80s. I remember learning them myself. Um, but yes, there we are. Yes, well remembered. Thank you, David. Thank you, everyone who has submitted a question and or attended this masterclass. And of course, thank you, James, for delivering uh, yet again uh, an incredibly informative hour on uh, on a subject that I don't think many other organisations would be talking about, to be, uh, to be brutally honest. I know that I've learned a lot and uh, I'm sure that everyone else will have done as well. For now, from the Brailist Foundation, it's been a pleasure to be with you this evening. We will see you once again in September for our next masterclass. And it remains to say, take care, stay safe, and bye for now. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Brailcast Extra. You can find more Braille-related content by subscribing to Brailcast, all one word, in your podcast client of choice, or listening to Brailcast, connecting the dots for Brailists everywhere on your smart speaker. For the latest information about future Brailist events and how to join live, subscribe to our weekly email newsletter at brailists.org slash newsletter slash sign up. You can also visit our events page at brailists.org slash events. If you have comments on this recording or suggestions of topics or guests for future events, we'd love to hear from you. Please email help at brailists.org. You can also find the Braylists on Twitter at Braylists or on Facebook, facebook.com slash Braylists Foundation. Finally, if you like what you've heard, spread the word. We welcome new listeners and live participants alike. So if you know other people who are interested in Braille, please tell them where to find us. In the meantime, on behalf of everyone at the Braylists, thanks for listening and bye for now. The costs of producing this episode were defrayed by a grant from the Activate Fund of the Winston Churchill Memorial Trust. For more information, visit wcmt.org.uk.